0: Good evening, friends. Very happy to be here tonight in the service of the Lord Jesus to do what I can for His people. I've just received a, a message here that said, When will we be in Des Moines, Iowa? That's in June. And I think it's the 16th, 17th, and 18th, I believe it is, or something like that. 16th, 17th, and 18th of June this year. And Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, the uh, National Convention of some church. I, I don't even know what sponsors is behind it, but it's to be in Des Moines and uh, some convention. So, the ever who is to be there, well, I hope to get to see you there. The Lord bless you. Now, it's very good to be here in Phoenix again tonight to try to do all that I know how to do for God's glory, praying that God will bless and give it exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could do or think. I'm so happy tonight to know that I have the privilege of preaching and talking again to our Indian friends. I wanted to come—maybe some of them can understand English, that I do not know. But I could not, if any of you can, or the interpreter for them, I wanted to come to the San Carlos this time, if I possibly could. But it was so that my meetings were so scheduled, so close together. I'm just going to have takes me five days to get back home. And on the sixth day, I have to begin at the Coliseum in Ohio. So I have to drive around 300 miles the next day and begin that night in the same auditorium where Mr. Billy Grimm just left in the meeting there. So I would love to have got with you and hope that I can sometime. I promised you that I would return, and I certainly will do it by God's help when I possibly can. Many things have happened since I was on the reservation at San Carlos. Is there any of the Indians can understand English? if you would? Would you raise your hands? Any of the Indians understand English? I suppose not. Maybe then I've seen one raise Yes. Many things have happened at that time, since that time. But there hardly hasn't been a meeting that I've ever had. That is, of all parts of the world, for what I've spoke of the fine faith that I found in San Carlos among you people. I shall never forget that meeting, as long as I live, of uh, the faith. The Indian people are not exactly like many of us other people. We. As far as beings, we're all off the same tree, Adam and Eve. And after all, I was member my subject that night to the Indians, that I was very much in sympathy with them. I know how they feel or think I do. I think what if our country was taken and we was treated the way that many of them's been treated? And I think if we got so much money to send around over the world, now you may condemn me for this, why charity begins at home? Why not take care of our American Indian instead of send it over somewhere and letting them blow it back at us with a big bunch of bombs and things. After all we come in, there's many fine things about the Indian there's that the white man doesn't have. And especially one thing, my favorite thing in hunting and fishing. He's a natural-born conservationist, the best in the world. A white man in his own nature is a murderer. He'll shoot as long as there's something to shoot at. He'll destroy, he'll do everything he can. Don't tell me. I've been a game warden for years, and I know what it is. Even some of the very, in the conservation clubs and things, are just as wicked and bad as the rest of them. But an Indian takes what he has to have. God give it to him, the whole thing's his pastor. That's like his sheep or his cattle. And I certainly have a great respect for those people. Don't say much, but thank deep. But there's one thing that I can say. They may not got a good deal in the setting up of the nation, but I know somebody who gives them the right deal, and that's Jesus Christ. He certainly does. They're his people, and he loves them. And that was proven the last time that I was at San Carlos. And I certainly trust that every one of them kind of broke me down when I met my boy, and he said, I sent him down to give him my prayer cards. He said, Daddy, there wasn't even enough there to give out all the prayer cards to. I said, what was the matter? They charged him about $200 to charter a bus to come down here, four people with a little bitty pension like that. So they just got up there sick and afflicted, best they could, and sent him down like that. Somehow or another, I feel little about that. It's true. If I had to do over again, I'd cancel out one night here and go up there. I certainly would if I had to do over again. And to be sure that they got, because they're deserving of it. And may the Lord bless them. Now, they are not hearing me. Their interpreter is hearing it, but they're not. But, and I want to speak a little bit from the gospel to the, the white people. In the building, and then I want to talk just a little bit by the interpreter to the Indians just before I get ready to pray for them. And I want you people who's appreciative of our Indian friends, and remember that is the real American. That's the real American. That's the God given American. God put them here. We just come in and push them back. That's right. They are the God-given people of America. We are the aliens. That's right. And I want every one of you to appreciate of this beautiful land that we live in that God gave to the Indian. I want every one of you, while they're setting with sickness and everything, I want each one of you to specially pray tonight that God will bless and heal every Indian that's here. It may not one feeble one go back tonight, but every one of them go back and he may bless well. you. I'm sure faith will do that. Now, you just pray, and I want to speak just a little bit to you who understand English. I want to read some of the scriptures and speak a little bit for them, for the the English-speaking people, so that the others can hear by the interpreter. But this is just the sermon, just a little sermonette for a few moments. Think of it now, we got two more nights, Saturday and Sunday. and. And that great time comes. I hate to see in every meeting that I've ever had. of believe it's the thing to have to say farewell to the people to leave for somewhere else. But there's coming a time where we won't say farewell no more, or we'll meet and never say goodbye. In the book of Isaiah tonight, or just a little, a short sermonette, or text rather. I want to read some of the scripture. Who has believed our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or commonness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of man, a man of sorrow acquainted with greed. And we hid as it was our faces from him. And he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Shall we bow our heads just a moment? I should say for a text tonight is God's provided way of dealing with sin. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, the great author of this Scripture, who by the mouth of Thy servant Isaiah the prophet foretold us of His coming and of His blessings and how He would be a light to the Gentiles and how that in his name would the Gentile seek, trust. And we thank thee tonight that thy words are all sure, they cannot fail. And we pray tonight that as this being a night set aside for our Indian brothers and sisters, I pray, Father, that you'll bless them exceedingly abundantly. May great signs and wonders be wrought among them that when they go back across that trail tonight, may the Holy Spirit be in that bus or car or whatever they're in. May the glory of God be upon them and may an old fashioned revival break out up there at San Carlos and every Indian on the reservation receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. May signs and wonders be done there in those hills and let the world know it's your God who dwells in the hills or in the valleys, and wherever you can find a human heart that you can dwell in, you come, pressing your way into that heart. And Father, we pray now that you'll circumcise the lips of the speaker, the hearts of the hear, that we might speak and hear the gospel. And may the Holy Spirit take the things of God and place them into every heart just where we have need of them. For we ask that in Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> oh, we're just a little early. We don't want to speak long because we want just a little time for the interpreter for the Indian friend. That I announced a few moments ago. God's provided way of dealing with sin. God has a way. We have a way. But our ways are not God's ways. And we can't be in our way and God's way at the same time. It's like a road map. When I get ready to go home, I don't say, well, now I set a compass that perhaps I live directly east and north from here. Well, if I just took out in that direction, I wouldn't get out of the city. But they've been a provided way made for me. I get a road map, see which way the road turns, the mark where I turn to the left or to the right and so forth and follow that map closely, I'll make my way home by the grace of God. Well, God has the map. He has a provided way for us to go home to glory. He has a provided way for salvation. He has a provided way for divine healing. He has a provided way for the world to be operated. He has a provided way for the Church. The Church is to be operated by nine spiritual gifts by the Holy Spirit. He has gifts, signs, and wonders in the church. That's God's provided way of perfecting his church. We try anything else, theology, teachings, anything else, it'll never work, it never did, and it never will. We've got to come back to God's way. God has a way of support a church, not making blankets and having soup suppers, but every man paying his tithe and offerings into the church, doing it the way God said to. That's God's provided way for that. God's got a provided way for a man to come into the church. Today, the way we bring man into the church is give him a letter, bring him into the church, the right hand of fellowship, sprinkle a little salt shaker full of water on top of his head and bring him into the church. That's not what God said. God's got a different way from that to bring the people into the church. By one Spirit, we're all baptized into one body by the Holy Spirit, God's provided way of bringing man Christians into the church, believers. The Bible said, Peter said on the day of Pentecost, Repent every one of you and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and your children, and to them as far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That was to continue on. As long as the Lord was calling, God still promised the Holy Ghost. That's right, that's God's provided way of coming into the church. And he said, God added to the church daily, the Lord himself added to the church daily such as would be saved. Now, the pastor never added daily, the board never added daily, but God added daily such as would be saved. That's God's provided way. That's why it's got our church in troubles today is because we've been adding daily. But now God has to add daily. Amen. Amen. I think this, we add daily to our denomination, but God adds daily to the Church of the New Born. That's God's provided Church, God's provided way, God's provided people. God has always provided a way. In the beginning, when God, in his awe, uh, how we could base this back if God was willing, we had the time. Uh, when the sun went down at night, God provided a moon to give a lesser light, now the moon and the sun are perfectly husband and wife. That's right. Husband and wife. And uh, when the sun goes down, it goes away behind the world and reflects its light over on the moon, that the moon gives a lesser light by night. Just as Jesus, when he was here on earth, he went away, went back up into the heavens, And reflects back the Holy Ghost on the church, which is the light in His place today. Perfectly. But remember, the moon don't give any light at all. The moon doesn't. That's still the sunlight on the moon. Amen. That's what it is today. It's not the church. It's the Holy Ghost on the church that does it. Not the church. That's God's provided way. Not to see if we can have a million more than 54. That isn't our slogan. It's God will add daily to the church, such as will be saved until. That's, that's what the church needs today. That's what we need today. That's what we need to get back in God's way. Just as the morning star, if I go out tonight and would say up to the great morning star, it's, it will be shining in the skies a little before day in the morning, I'd say, great morning star, what makes you shine? What makes all you stars shine? Well, if he could speak back to me, he'd say, Why, Brother Branham, it's not me shining. It's the sun shining on me. That's what makes me shine. Someone said to me not long ago, Don't you think those people that holler Amen and Hallelujah and all like that in the meeting, don't you think they're just a little excited? I said, No, they're shining. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's not me that's shining. It's not you that's shining. It's God shining on us in the Holy Spirit, giving new birth. That's the morning stars reflecting the light of the absent Christ by His power and demonstration, the church sheds forth the light in this dark time. Soon daylight will come, and the Son of Righteous will rise with healing in His wings. This mortal will take on immortality. We'll see Him as He is, and be made like unto His own glorious body. It shall never be sick or heartache or disappointment. That's we're waiting for the Son, and if you notice. The very teaching of nature. Watch nature if you want to see God. God in His great nature. You watch just before the sun comes up of the morning. Isaiah, I believe it was the prophet one time, he said, Watchman, what of the night? He said, the, the night cometh and the morning cometh and the night also. If you notice, he was just scripturally in order. Watch. The first thing come before the night come Always before the, the daylight, it's the darkest, it's always darkest just before the break of day. It's because the light is oppressing and condensing the darkness, and then it's at that time that the morning star comes out. It's only the early risers that ever sees the morning star. And I think in this great hour of darkness, just before the break of day, the morning star has shined again, spreading forth itself, the early risers who are rising, not setting back, I'll get saved next year, I'll get saved next week. Them who rises and comes now sees the morning star, rising out of your stupid sleep of this modern world theology and moving into the powers of the Holy Ghost, the unchangeable riches of God spread forth in our hearts, showing signs and wonders, well, surely rise and get him glory. The great morning star, I think of that, and then the, when he comes, then we shall see him as he is, have a body like his, be free from sickness and all ills, and be with him forever. Now, we one time was thinking about something on the order of the morning star reflecting the light. I used to like to go to a certain stream, a little up in the mountains, where you go sometimes to fish and to hunt. I remember being up there here not long ago, and I was fishing one morning, had my little old tent set up, was catching trout—how I loved to do that. And I was fishing one morning, and I, I'd come along and come back to my tent, and my tent was tore down. There's a big bunch of little old black bears in that country. And an old mother bear and her little cubs that got into that tent and they had tore it to pieces. It wasn't what they eat, it was what they tore up. And so I, I noticed when I come up, I just had a little chopping axe in my hand I've been cutting some bushes so I could get down and throw them my, the fish. And I noticed the old mother bear, she ran off a little piece and cooed. One of the cubs jumped up and ran with her. The other little fella, I wondered what in the world he was doing. He's just standing there with his little head down like that. I thought, well, he's a pretty game little fella. Well, I heard the old mother bear cooing to the other one. I thought, well, I don't want to get too close because she can climb a tree as good as I can. So I don't want to get too close on her. And uh, she was out there and she'd raise up, you know, and cool a little bit. And I had an old beat up rifle laying in there, but I guess it was stalked to pieces by that time. So I thought she could outrun me and I, I didn't want to get scratched by her. So I, I kept watching the little cub, and I noticed he was doing something, and I, I wondered what that little fellow was doing. And when I got over there, to find out around like this, moved around closely and watching the old mother, and to notice what the little bear was doing, you know, I, I like pancakes. I don't know whether you do or not. Down the south we call them flapjacks, and they're really good. And I, I like to put uh, molasses on them, and I had me a bucket of molasses. And I, that little fellow liking sweets, you know how bears like sweets. So he'd got the bucket, uh, uh, the lid off the bucket. I had a nice big full bucket cause I like plenty of molasses. You know, I'm a Baptist. I don't sprinkle them. I baptize them. I pour it on good and heavy. <laughs> so then, I had really on. Uh, this little old bear got the bucket off of there. He'd sock his little foot down in and then lick it like that. He was molasses from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. I never seen so much. And he looked around at me, and the little fellow's eyes all stuck together And the really he looked at me. He turned back around, stuck his little paw down again, kept licking the lashes. I thought, there's no condemnation of them that's in Christ Jesus. No matter how much danger is around, if you're licking, you don't notice it. That's all. Put me in the mind of a good old-fashioned Holy Ghost meeting. No condemnation at all. Hands plumped down to the... Up to your elbows in the honey of God and the power of God. You don't care what's going on. Who's that Just keep on. They say, well, I don't believe in divine healing. Don't make any difference to you. If you're licking honey or lasses, just keep licking. That's all. That's what we need. Then I noticed after he got enough of it, the little fellow went off. And the funny part about it, he was so full of molasses and when he got over there, his mammy in the other little cup licked him. <laughs> that's what's in the mind of a meeting. Somebody go up to the meeting, have a big time, come over, and the rest of them wants to lick on the rest of the night. Watch God when he's moving in his great power, in his nature. I used to go to an old spring there and drink. And every time i drank drink from that old spring, I noticed that. sat down there one day to talk to it, and oh, it was just so happy and jumping and bubbling. I said, "What well, do what makes that spring so happy all the time. I looked at it, and I thought, now, if you could talk, I want to ask you a few questions. Why are you so happy? Are you so happy because I drink from you? If he could speak, he'd say, no. I'd say, maybe you're happy because deers and bears drink from you? Say, no. Well, what makes you bubble all the time? And if he could speak, he'd say, well, Brother Branham? It isn't me bubbling, it's something behind me pushing me, making me bubble. And that's what it is in the old fashioned Holy Ghost meeting. It's not them shouting, it's the power of God moving in them, bubbling up, perking themselves, the powers of the living God, God's provided way of providing water, the artesian wells springing up, joys, God dealing. He's always had a way to deal. He's got a way today to deal with individuals. Sometimes if you won't listen to him, he'll permit the devil to do something to you so that he can bring you. Lay you on your back sometimes so you have to look up. That's God's provided way many times of doing that. God's provided way in the Garden of Eden, when man had sinned. And when God seen that man had sinned, what a horrible picture it was. When man had separated himself from his Creator. And just the very strain of man, just as soon as man realized that he had lost his fellowship with his Creator, instead of coming out and confessing himself to be wrong, he run off and hid. That's the way men still do. Instead of coming out and confessing you're wrong, run off and hide. And they still do that. Mankind is just in man to do that. Now. Then God went up and down the gardens, crying, Adam, Adam, where art thou? It ought to have been Adam crying, Father, Father, where art thou? I want to get to you and make things right. But he wanted to hide. And he made himself a fig leaf apron, him and Eve, and they thought that would just be all right. But when they really come to the showdown, here it is now. When they had to stand in the presence of God, their own made religion wouldn't work. Right? My friend tonight, you may belong to some of these fine churches around here. But if that's the kind of religion you got tonight, your own made I keep the golden rule. I don't do anybody any harm. That won't stand at all. No, sir. God had a provided way for you. God's got a provided way tonight. So God went out and killed something, perhaps sheep. Brought the old bloody sheepskins back and threw them into the bushes, and Adam and Eve wrapped themselves in, them in them bushes and covered themselves and come out in the presence of God. Then, when God pronounced the judgment, because you listened to your wife and not to God, I tucked you from the dust; thus thou shalt return. Eve, because you listened to the serpent instead of your husband, what he would do for her and the serpent, and so forth. Then I can see Adam and Eve starting his big black shaggy hair, tears running down their cheeks. Watch over Eve's most beautiful body, Adam's big strong arms and shoulders, down across his legs the blood running from these old sheepskins. And as they started walking away, I could hear something going like flapping. What is it? It's those old bloody sheepskins flapping around Adam's leg. Then I can see the most dramatic picture of all the Bible. I can see that great Jehovah God who covered all space and all time. Or you can look forever and forever and never see the beginning of his being or the ending of him. I can see it all coming down like a funnel. In the four little letters, love. He could not bear to see his son and daughter going away in disgrace. Then he said, "I'll put enmity between that seed and the serpent seed. Let's change our picture for a few moments and take it four thousand years later. Let's stand in the city of Jerusalem. God dealing with sin now, His way of judgment, and then in the city of Jerusalem." I can hear coming down the street something dragging across the cobblestones, a howling mob like a bunch of wolves crying for a lamb's blood. I look coming down the street. I see a frail little thin fellow, a crown of thorns on his head, and the blood running down his face, blood all over his tracks. I look, I notice all over his little garment, wool throughout, without a blemish, without a seam, rather. There's little spots all over his garment, little red spots. As I keep watching them spots, I see the cape getting bigger and bigger. What are those spots? After a while, they all run into one big spot, and I hear something again, flapping against the second Adam's leg. It was God's provided leg, the way God was dealing for sinners. He'd taken on himself the form of sinful flesh, came down here and made in the likeness of a man. And there he was going up Golgotha's hill, bleeding, blading. oh, when he hung there between the heavens and earth. What a beautiful picture we pick up in Eden again quickly when I see Abel trying to find out how he could find favor before God. Cain, a great man, a religious man, he came down and built a church just as good as your church. He built an altar. He offered a sacrifice. He paid tribute to God. If God only requires you to have faith in him, Cain was not an infidel. Cain was a believer, certainly was. Cain was not only that, but he was a worshiper, and Cain was a genuine church member. And he built an altar to the Lord knelt before the Lord and prayed, if God is just which we know he is, an altar, a church, a sacrifice, a faith in God is all that God requires, he was unrighteous to condemn Cain. But God has a provided way, and every man must meet that provided way. I've got a provided way tonight, and you must walk in that way. Abel did. And you're, how beautiful Cain perhaps made the biggest, prettiest church. And he plucked the lilies and so forth. Now it's coming Easter. You people around Phoenix here will be going to Easter services. Everybody goes out to Easter service. Show your new hat. Alright. And they go out there and I used to tell the congregation, when I was the Baptist preacher, I said, Merry Christmas to you. You won't see any anymore now to Christmas. Every Easter, see him again Christmas. Alright, get a new change of clothes and come back. Alright. Here they come. It's a disgrace! That's right. sure is. And here they come. Look at them. Cain probably put the flowers, Easter flowers, on the altar like you put on the altar. There will be tens of thousands of dollars, yes, up in the millions of dollars, spent in America for Easter flowers to put on the altar of the church. God do not want the flower on the altar. He wants you on the altar. The altar wasn't made for flowers, it was made for man. Right. But you send a flower in your stead. Cain did the same thing. See where it comes from? And here comes Abel. Nothing pretty, nothing beautiful. Well, I guess they didn't have any hemp in that day, so he probably had a grapevine wrapped around the little lamb's neck. Here he comes pulling the little lamb. The lamb knowing the death waiting near and pulling back. I wonder what kind of a death that was when this little fellow knew he was coming. And he laid him up on the rock, pulled back his head. They perhaps didn't have any knives or lances, and so they just took a sharp rock and began to chop on his little neck. Did you ever hear a lamb die? You hear the most pathetic cry you ever heard when you heard a lamb dying. And as they beat him across his little jugger veins of this rock, and the blood spurting out, bathing his little wool, God looked down and said, that's it. What did it speak of? It spoke of some... 4,000 years later, when the Lamb of God was hanging on the Rock of Ages, and the judgments of God of the sinner man was hanging there, and his bloody locks dripping around his shoulder, speaking. Abel couldn't understand what the Lamb was saying. And Jesus, when he died, spoke in an unknown tongue, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He was God's Lamb, dying on the altar. The innocent, for the guilty, God dealing with sin in that manner. Nothing at all you can do. It's all God has already did it. You have to accept it and by sovereign grace believe it. And God vindicate your faith by giving you the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's right. If you haven't received the Holy Spirit since you believe, there's something wrong somewhere. God gives everybody, every believer, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's the confirmation of your faith. Abraham believed God by faith, true, but God gave him the seal of circumcision as the confirmation of his faith. And uh, Ephesians 4.30 says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed until the day of your redemption. So the seal of the confirmation of your faith is the baptism of the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. There, God dealing, making a provided way for sinners. Isaiah said he was who has believed our report? and whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed, how he would grow up like a tender branch, how he would be taken as a sheep before her shears that dumb, open not his mouth, and yet we did esteem him smitten and afflicted of God, how God had to pour all the divine judgments. It was the judgments of sin. That drove Jesus Christ to Calvary. It was the judgment of sickness that strapped his back. And there to pay the price of a guilty, dying generation of people. There, Jesus Christ went to Calvary and paid the price, and when his blood had bled from his veins, while the earth sinned and bound his body from his righteous blood. And there he cries, it is finished. What? The judgment is paid. All God required is fully paid on Calvary. That's paid? He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity, the chastened of our peace him, and with his stripes we were healed. It was finished at Calvary for every believer that will in that matter. and I, many times... I say, Jesus Christ, when he was taken up Calvary, I see the artist paint his picture with a bunch of clothes wrapped around him. Brother, they did every disgraceful thing they could do to him. I believe they stripped him off and beat him and just done everything to him they could. Why, he had to pay the full penalty for your sins. He had to pay the full penalty for my sins. But there's where he conquered death. There is where He conquered hell. There is where He conquered the grave. There is where He conquered for your peace. Hallelujah! There is where He conquered your healing. There is where He paid the price. That's what God's requirement was. Are you taking the blister and staying out of sin? It's often said, I spend out the day watching some honeybees work. And I watched those honeybees, and I thought, well, when a honeybee ever stains a person, Then the stinger is left in the person and it cannot sting no more. The honeybee stinging is done. Any insect that stings you one time that finishes it. Because he leaves his stinger there. And I'll tell you, Jesus Christ on Calvary pulled the stinger out of Captain Sting. And there we has no control anymore. God's done dealt with it in judgment. Jesus took the stinger out of sin. Jesus took the stinger out of sickness. Jesus took the stinger out of Satan. Jesus took the stinger out of sin. And tonight he's helpless. Hallelujah. He can only close and make a lot of thoughts, but he's got no stinger. Paul said, Oh, death, where is your sting, grave? Where is your victory? But thanks be to God who gives us a victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen! Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee tonight for taking the sting of death away. Thou and Thou, ours, Lord, how the sting of death did bite on your body. How the sting of sickness built in your body, and there you bore our infirmities. That sting of headaches, that sting of cancer, that sting of disease, we stung you in the body. But you paralyzed. Hallelujah. It can't sting no more when we come into you, Lord. There we are, no sin. We're not in our own cells. We're all sinners. But in you we are not sinners, we are sons and daughters of God. That restless man who has no oh rest or peace tonight, you was wounded for his transgressions and bruised for his iniquity, and the chastisement of his peace was upon you. And the man and woman here tonight that's so laden down with sickness by the stripes you heal them, O oh, eternal resurrected Son of the living God! Come shine upon us tonight with your blessings. And may you vindicate your presence of being here that all your people might with one accord be healed and saved tonight. For we ask that in Jesus' name. And Father, these handkerchiefs that you're in this box, they're going across different parts of the country, going to the sick and the needy. And I pray, Lord, to lay hands upon these handkerchiefs. That you'll heal every one of them. And get glory tonight. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it, Amen. Excuse me. No, what are the poets that ever mattered, that ever mattered to anything sung the praises of God? I can think of the poet said, mid rendering rocks and darkening sky, my Savior bowed his head and died. The opening veil reveal the way to heaven's joy and endless day. How can you turn from Calvary? If you're sick, look to Calvary. Look to me, all ye ends of the earth. Look and live, my brother. Live. Look to Jesus now and live. It's recorded in His Word. Hallelujah. It's only that you look and live. If looking at the type, the brass serpent word, the serpent, you say the serpent meant Jesus. Yes, the serpent was Jesus. The serpent brass spoke of divine judgment. The brass made into a serpent spoke of the serpent already judged. And if looking at the type would heal the people, what more will the antitype now do? If you can look at those people looked at the brass serpent live. How much more can you look at Jesus Christ and live? were the full penalties paid. Is there an interpreter to the Indian, friends? If there was one that can't interpret, I would like to have them come to the platform just for a moment. I want to speak to them just for a moment, if you would, someone who can interpret uh, the Apache language. All right, someone is coming. Now, how many sinners in here tonight wants to look and live? Let's see your hands go up. Say, Remember me, Brother Preacher. I'm a sinner. I want Jesus Christ. I'll have prayer for you now. Any word of balconies? Any word? God bless you, sir. That's true. God bless you, lady. Somebody else. God bless you. Someone else. Up to the balcony to the right. Remember me, Brother Branham. I am not yet a Christian. Raise your hand to the balconies to the rear. Over on the floor, anywhere. Raise your hand. Say, remember me. God bless you. I see a lady over there. Oh heavenly Father, you have seen those hands, and I pray now, as they realize that the judgment of God was upon Christ, and he bore in his body the iniquity of us all, may they come humbly and sweetly just now to him, and in their hearts say, From this night henceforth I will serve the Lord. Granted, I pray that you'll give them and confirm their faith before this meeting's over with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. For we ask that in the name of our own dear child, Jesus Christ, amen. This is the interpreter. How do you do? Speak English, y'all right? All right. I want you to stand for this microphone and just speak, as I say, to the people, if you will. Is this another mic? All right, that's all right this will be all right for us so you catch your voice My dear Indian friend she does with a heart full of love I come to you I have many times
2: thought of you since
0: I was with you at San Carlos. I have spoken of your faith all over the world. I I'm sorry that I didn't get a chance this
2: time to come to the reservation. I ask the people if they would give this night for you all. May the Lord bless you. You are God's children. I am your brother.
0: Now you have read the Bible.
2: And you have heard that of Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ raised from the dead, then he is the same today that he was then we read of him in the bible
0: a man of sorrow acquainted with grief he did not claim to be a great person He did not claim to be a healer. He said, It is my Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the
2: works."
0: When he passed through the pool of Bethesda and John 5, many a twisted and afflicted people
2: lay there. I the and And he passed them by. And
0: he found a man laying on a, a pallet. And he said, Will thou be made whole?
2: For Jesus knew that he was laying there and had been sick a long time, and he, the man
0: was made
2: well. And then he passed the others by.
0: In the 19th verse of the same chapter
2: he was questioned by the Jews. He said,
0: Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father doing, for what the Father doeth. He showeth the Son. I you say the Father worketh and I worketh hitherto. when so He only did.
2: Ayekeho, what the Father showed him by vision. Ayekeho in bige end, yeah. Ayekeho, which We noticed him
0: with the woman at the well. It's time twice that he looked on her. Ayekeho, yo, he and he said. Bring me a drink. And she said, the well is
2: deep. The conversation went on. Then finally, he said, go get your husband.
0: She said, I have none. He said, you have five. She said, I perceive you are
2: a prophet. And she ran into the city.
0: She said, come see a man who told me
2: all things I ever done. He never told her all she did. <laughs> but he
0: told her where her trouble was. When Philip found Nathaniel, he said, Come see. Who we have found, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. he said, "Could anything good
2: come out of Nazareth?" He said, "Come see."
0: And when he came into the prayer line, Now listen, Jesus said, "Behold, an Israelite in whom is no God." <laughs> He astonished him. He said,
2: Whence knowest so thou me, Rabbi? Is that
0: before Philip called you when you were under
2: the tree. He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God.
0: Now, if Jesus, then Jesus said before leaving the earth, the things that I do, the things that I do, you shall also. <laughs>
2: now,
0: if Jesus has risen from the
2: dead, <laughs> then he'll do the same things tonight <laughs> that he did when he was here on earth. <laughs> now,
0: he did not heal. <laughs> he only saw vision.
2: <laughs> And done what the Father told him to do. Now, then, if
0: he has risen from the dead, he does the same thing tonight,
2: making him the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that right? Amen.
0: Now, if he will come tonight and reproduce that life here before you, his people, will you accept him as your healer? <laughs> now we're going to call for a number of the indian people and tell them to have faith and if jesus christ will will speak i can't even speak their language but if jesus christ will show vision you can put it in their own words so they'll understand if jesus christ will reproduce himself here in his servant, and will show visions like he did in state, like he did to the woman at the well, or to Nathaniel, or those things. That will show that he's risen from the dead and living with his people. Uh, you know about how to put it in <laughs>
2: We can
0: Can you notice it? You can't understand the language, but you feel the spirit of it is given out. Same Holy Spirit. Now, this picture, this picture which was taken, this light that was on this picture is, to my opinion, the same pillar of fire that led the children of Israel. When I was just about three minutes old, it came into the room where I was born in a little log cabin. And that same angel of God that led the children of Israel is leading the church tonight. The same Jesus, the same
2: yesterday, today, and forever. See, you see it, haven't you? Understand it, do you, sir? It was taken on. it. God I bless you. do not you, when you go to take this to your reservation, and you can pack it up there someplace for you can All right. Now,
0: you, um, now, I'll have to call just a certain number, see what I mean, from in there, and get just a few. Then I can see where it starts, as we regular do with the regular audience. You understand the line of the prayer. And um, now, I believe you given prayer cards, and it's just a little card, and it's just got a number on it, you see. So let's, uh, where's he at? <laughs> let's begin about at the... Um, well, let's see, start about thirty five. Ask who has tell them to look at their prayer card and see who has the number on the back of
2: it. Thirty five in thirty-five. I card it thirty five. Some raise up their hand. I tell
0: her to come here.
2: Now them thirty
0: six. Thirty six, eh?
2: Local thirty seven. Thirty
0: seven. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Thirty
2: nine. Thirty nine. Forty. Forty. This is just this just walk, This walk, just walk, just walk, This walk, just walk, This walk, just walk, just This just walk, just walk, This
0: Now, how many in the building here that does not have prayer cards? I mean, of of the of the um, the English-speaking people here, how many of you do not have prayer cards and yet want God to heal you? Let's see your hands, everyone. All right. Ask the Indian church, if you will, brother. Just ask them how many there wants to be healed. Not with, just right where they're at. Just ask them if they want to be
2: healed. Say, do you want to be healed? Just raise up their hand.
0: <clears throat> you can see the feeling of the people. We're all, we don't make our government, we're just a part of it as you are, but we all have love and sympathy. You understand what I say because you understand English. Now, I want everyone just as Reverend as you can and sister, quietly, if you will, only believe just for a few moments, if you will. I've got, how many more can you take anymore? Are they pretty well lined up there now? <clears throat> now, all the, the white people here understand that we are, that we are, how we conduct our services. Now, of course, I can't say we give it out for the Indian friends, but the angel of the Lord, when He comes, He'll come over anyone. You see, so you, uh, you just—it's just wherever it is. Now, you be in prayer and have faith and believe with all your heart that the Lord Jesus will grant the blessings of God to you this night. <clears throat> now, softly, if you will, now. Only be. that mic. All things are past. Everybody now just be quietly, and now just let the Holy Spirit move, and keep your children near. Cause diseases, dwell among the Indian people, as same as it does among all other people. And it's the same sickness, the same demons that possess the Indian possess the other people. And we find it in all nations everywhere that we find the same action. you right here when these people or this man was speaking. You could tell he was a Christian man and the Holy Spirit moving. You couldn't understand. See, but you knew he was a Christian. He's your brother. See, that puts us together. See, now I'm not responsible for critics. I'm not, I won't be responsible because diseases goes from one to another. And many of you here are aware of what takes place in the meetings many times. And many people are not here on earth tonight because of irreverence many of them in institutions and everything, because of irreverence. Now, you understand that I I can't speak one word of their dialect. And the only way in the world that I'll ever be able to know is by a vision. Now, the vision, I might not be able to speak their language, but the vision, it just sees the same thing. No matter what it was, if it's being, whatever it is, it's a vision. It shows just the same It'll come to them just the same as it does to any. Now, uh, brother Brown, if you'll, <clears throat> now, I want you to, to um, you use that microphone. I'll see just you just uh, let's see. I maybe I'd better maybe I'd better take this mic here and let the brother have. You no, know, that's still. How do we do that in Africa? I believe we got it like this yet. Now. Uh, tell her to look to me now,
1: you, sir. No,
0: this, to this woman here, I used to interpret my words, uh, good evening. Um, of course I cannot speak your language, <laughs> but yet The Lord understands all language. I perceive that you are a believer. This is a perfect picture of the Bible again.
2: Uh,
0: Jesus met a woman of Samaria. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and he knew where her trouble was. Then,
0: of course, we don't know each other.
2: But,
0: God knows both of us. God can tell me what's wrong with you.
2: Do you believe that? If
0: if Jesus of Nazareth would let me know what is wrong with you, would you accept him as your
2: healer? Now look
0: at me.
1: <clears throat>
0: now I want the Christian people in here, everybody, to pray. This is just a little vice-versa, you see, and I'm just a bit disturbed about it because I can tell there's, it's different. I'm switched around and it's a, it's a spirit everywhere, you see. But that's all right now. That's a, just everybody be in prayer. See, that's all I ask you. While I look on the woman, it's a vision has to come vision. You know that because I know nothing about her. You know that. And there's nothing I could do. Only just look and see what he would tell me. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I take every spirit in here under my control for the glory of God. The ease of the Lord is now here.
1: Thank you,
2: Jesus. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's her stomach also. Mm -hmm. Mm Causes Tell her, when she eat, I notice she has suffering after eating.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And that's right, isn't it? She can't understand me, so she won't know she's got cancer of the stomach. See? So she won't understand. You believe now that she, God will heal her? Mm-hmm. She does a lot of complaining. See? Complaining with what it is, it's, it's forming gas. It presses up like this. It smothers her around the heart. She has to raise up. Lots of times she has to raise up like that after eating. And so that that's her condition, you see. Now everyone be reverent. This woman can't live long without God's help, so be reverent. Almighty God, the author of life, look down this afternoon, Father, who has pity upon all, and this poor old grey headed mother standing here, bound by this enemy. I pray for divine mercy for her, Lord, that you'll be kind to her, and may the enemy leave her. I rebuke this enemy, the devil, that's trying to take her life. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out from her. Now, tell her to be of a good courage,
2: go eat what you want to. God bless you.
0: God bless you. Let us say, thanks be to God. Now, you try to quote right behind me, if you can, to the people, and bring... I say, all right, let's try this way. You stand by this one right here. Now, maybe that would be... Well, we did it in Africa. Uh, that's right, sure. Now it's new sitting switched around. But now <clears throat> look at me, lady. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now of course we being strangers to each other.
2: <inaudible>
0: I would know nothing
2: of you. <inaudible> but Jesus Christ knows both of us and if I be his servant then he will show me what you have need of you believe that if he will will you accept him as as your healer, yeah. I you Look at me, okay. <clears throat> you
0: are suffering with a nervous
2: trouble. Uh, yeah, I I missed thing.
0: It broke from me. Try to catch it as quick as I can. Say it the you can't vision. You see, these leaves are just like looking into a spring or something. You see, I forgot what it was. You see, uh, try to catch her again. Tell her just keep looking at me. And then you catch my eyes. Tell her look at me. Just keep. Um, God help me. Nervous, and you are you. Are, it's a evil spirit that bothers you, and it is, you want the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you need Jesus
2: as Savior,
0: an evil spirit,
2: is that true, I said that's true. true, you are tormented I like.
0: Feel something evil around you. Feel real funny at times. Said, you know, you know. She's catching my words now. Mm-hmm. You get all upset.
2: I don't put and she know.
0: she sometimes thinks she's losing her mind nod her head to me? <laughs> One of the inspiration, I've seen that once before in my life. You're healed, lady.
2: Not don't you? And saved, too. You can
0: go home now if you well. God bless you. It's all, gone. Going to be all right. God bless you. Jesus Christ saved you and heals you, too. Praise the Lord. A woman speaking Indian heard me in English. She nodded back to me. one time somewhere else, there's a little Spanish girl who come to the platform. They had to have an interpreter, and when the vision come down and I told her what was wrong, she understood me in Spanish, and she didn't even know one word of English. And I spoke English and she understood in Spanish. But when the inspiration left, she didn't hear nothing. That same thing take place with that lady there. She was understanding me in her Indian dialect, though me speaking English. Whatever was wrong, of course, it's a vision. I don't remember. But whatever it is, it's gone from her because it just got real white around her like that. Just that light flashed all around her. And she was, uh... come. Watch me now and just speak my word. See, when the vision strikes, just what I'm saying, you say it just as fast as I, I'm saying it called when it breaks from me then I it's something I have to look at it, see, and then you just speak it out kinda of as loud as you can to him, or just say the words. You just quote me all the time, just be my voice all majesty. How do you do?
2: Um okay. We are strangers. <laughs> You are a Christian. He hears me too. Oh, you
0: understand English? Oh well that's, you don't have to quote it then unless you do the answer. All right then if you can speak English, then much the easier for me, you see. All right. We are you are a Christian because your spirit is welcome. Now I don't know nothing about you, sir. I never seen you in my life, as far as I know. If I did, I don't remember. We're two men, just met here on earth. Two Christians, saved by the same Lord. There's nothing physically wrong with you. What you're wanting to do, you got a call to the ministry to preach the gospel, and you want me to lay your hand, my hands on you. the Lord knows all things. There is nothing before him but what the Lord does know. Now, to the mic, the rest of you Indians, okay. look, look and believe. You don't have to be here on the platform. You just have faith in God. You go do you believe me to be God's servant?
2: Then look this away and believe. Bring How do you do? We are do you
0: understand she understands English? Well, that's very. All right. You believe me to be his servant. You are a Christian. You realize that you're standing in the presence of something, not your brother. It's something different. You have a a trouble, isn't that right? In the sign it's a place on your foot. it's a left foot that's got a growth on it. Is that right? Go, Jesus Christ will make you well. Come. Look, you speak English? Then I'll be able to help you as your brother... Or oh, here's the one that's got something in the side. It's a, a hurting, like a kidney trouble in the side. You have a loved one that's sick too, a husband or something, man, the stomach trouble. Sitting right out there. Both of you go up to the reservation, you're going to be well. Jesus Christ make you whole. You're too much. Let us say thanks be to God. Speak English. If the Holy Spirit will speak and tell me what is your trouble, you accept Jesus as your healer? It's your back. <laughs> Amen. Now you go, your heal.
1: All
0: right. You believe the Lord Jesus? You, maybe she doesn't speak. English. You speak English? Yes. All right. If Jesus will tell me what your trouble is, you believe for your healing, then? We are strangers to one another, of course. You have heart trouble, isn't that right? But if you think it's heart trouble, it isn't heart trouble. You're most of your suffering is why, see, when you lay down, it's a smother, it's a nervous condition, coming to the time of life that you are, which causes the food to form a gas and presses against your heart. You're going to be well, oh, Jesus Christ makes you whole. God bless you. All right. Come, lady. We be strangers. You speak English? Well, very good. If the Lord Jesus will (laughs) be reverent, you believe me to be His servant? Something strange, it was a white woman, uh, different from her, stood there by her. Now, there's a spirit in here, a demon calling for help. That's what it is. It's, it's on a, a white woman, a little, kind of aged. And it's the same thing that this woman has. And you're together. Oh, here she is. You don't have a prayer card, do you? Do you believe me to be God's prophet? Do you believe me to be God's servant? Look this way, lady. Both of you have TV. you have TV? You have TV. It's them demons calling one to another. Yes, lady. That is right. You was brought here tonight by your daughter. And your daughter doesn't live in this town. She come from the south coming north. From a place where it's got a big hill. A lot of tactics. It's Tucson. She come and brought you here. Is that right? Get up out of your wheelchair, your cot there. Go on back to heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Alright. You speak English? You got arthritis, haven't you? Raise up your hand. Praise the God. Go down. That's at your heels. Go off the platform rejoicing. Come, lady. You believe me to be God's prophet?
2: You speak English? You speak English? You believe me to be his servant? Yeah, we got I won't send anything.
0: You believe me to be God's servant? She's excited, it's the Holy Spirit on her. That fire's hanging right around above her. Tell her to go home and eat her supper, their stomach troubles
2: left her. Amen. <laughs> Amen.
0: Have faith in God. What you praying about, lady? You just accepted the Lord Jesus to be your Savior, so you suffer with a nervous trouble. Is that right? Nervousness? Stand up on your feet. Jesus Christ makes you well. Aren't right, you sitting next to her there. What about you? With your hand up, the lady sitting next to her. The Indian woman. Dorothy. Stand up on your feet, Dorothy. You've been having trouble in your side. Is that right? You're healed. What about you? Next to her. There. You stand up. You have pains to your neck. Is that right? You're healed. Go home and be made well.
1: In the name of Jesus Christ.
0: What about you waving your hand back there? Do you believe? With your hand up? You got inward trouble, is that right? Stand up on your feet. Jesus Christ makes you whole. You believe? You sitting there. You have sinus. Stand up. Sitting there are you. The lady sitting there. You got sinus trouble. You're healed. Jesus Christ makes you whole. You're sitting out there out of the inner trouble. You with the female disorder. Jesus Christ makes you whole. You word. God has healed you. Go. Everybody wants to be healed. Stand to your feet. The Holy Ghost is yours.
1: In the name of Jesus Christ.